Hey guys, welcome to Life with Cav. I am your host, Kavina Harmer. I am so passionate about helping people live their best life possible. I love manifestation and personal development as well as health and fitness, which is why I started my business as a personal trainer and group fitness instructor. I am here to inspire you to step into your next level self, uplift your mindset and kill it at life. If this is something that interests you, then you have picked the right podcast. Hi guys, welcome to the podcast if you are new or welcome back if you have been here before. I am so excited to give you guys this episode today. I had the most beautiful conversation with my dear friend Mon. I can't wait for you to listen. Now for those of you who don't know Mon, she is 21 years old, lives in Melbourne and is a Gemini. She's a personal trainer and professional dancer as well as a health and wellness advocate for women empowerment which is why she created Raise the Bar. Raise the Bar challenge is a safe environment to build women's mental and physical well-being it's a new concept to work towards self-confidence and self-love if you guys haven't heard of raise the bar go over to instagram give the page a little follow um i'm so proud of this community that pav is creating what she's doing is absolutely amazing i know you guys are going to feel so empowered and inspired after this episode so without further ado let's hop right into this chat. All right, welcome to the podcast, Pavi. How are you? Very well. Thank you for having me. That's Pavi. okay. Super stoked to be here. <laughs> I'm super excited to have you here. Um, first things first, we must address the name calling throughout this whole episode because nobody is going to understand why I'm calling you Pavi. <laughs> so Absolutely. Yeah. a little backstory, when me and Pavi were, what, little teens like 15? we would have yeah, been 15, 15 16 in our little party days our little party yeah. animal days we we didn't even know each other did we it just kind of no, no. it we, just I think we as you said like um yeah my nickname was Pav and when I heard yours was Cav I was like what and I think that's how we connected <laughs> literally and it turned into Pavi and Cavi so it's like Pavi so yeah. funny and Pav, yeah Pav, we, Pav. we used to go around at parties and just like literally rant that Pav Cav Pav Cav and put it and we would be filming ourselves say oh my god it was just like it, it didn't it didn't stop and like no no one could get a break not. from it I don't think it has stopped it literally has a we chat now I think we're like literally and it's so funny because um Pav actually said before that I should address her as Mon and I was like I can't like I I literally no one's gonna know who Pavi is no one's gonna know literally Um, and yeah backstory how we got that Pav because my last name is Pavoni people couldn't pronounce it so they would say Pavlova oh Um, that's so funny and that's how I got Pav that's so funny yeah so (laughs) Mm. it just started from there and it's never stopped and and I yeah I was like I I literally cannot address you as Mon or Monique it it feels weird I know yeah I know I still have a few people today that will call me Pav and other people are like what like what is Pav that's so true because you do like you have (laughs) moved party back back in the day party name (laughs) yes it's like your little (laughs) party trick I love it yeah. So funny. All right, I'm going to start off, Pavi, with asking you yeah. what your highlight of the week was or a highlight, highlight of the week. Highlight of the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sure. Okay, so um, I was feeling, honestly, a bit flat the other day, mm-hmm. um, yeah, ultimately, because we're in lockdown. And I had this lady uh, message me on Instagram, and she's like, I know this is really random, but 
um, can I do a tarot reading for you? And I'm like, oh, okay, like I think I really need this right now. And anyways, we're getting right into it. And she literally did about a 50-minute tarot card reading. And I haven't had one like that so in-depth. And, you know, she was pulling out some cards and she was saying, like, these are really, you know, amazing cards. And then she was pulling out heaps of butterfly cards. And she asked me, she was like, oh, have you been, like, seeing a lot of butterflies recently? And I almost, like, had that gobsmacked and then shivers all over the body. I was like, oh, my gosh. I was literally telling my partner the other day, every time I was going on a walk or just literally going outside, I'd have butterflies landing on me or flying past me. And I was telling her this and she said, yeah, well, that's because it's your spirit guide. Like, someone is, um, they are protecting you and they want to let you know that. And it just, like, warmed my heart up so much. I love that so much. so nice. Yeah, and... um. We did chat about this before and I was telling Pav as well that I also, like butterflies are also my spirit guide, which is so funny that you just mentioned that. And I, the God, like, I don't know if you know, but the, there is so many things that can be your spirit guides. So to have like such a similar, like literally the same spirit guide in a form is so cool because it's, it's like pretty rare. Yeah. And like just seeing that like normally I'm a bit of a spiritual being but um I haven't yeah got into that much about the tarot readings and sometimes I am for like everything happens for a reason or you get certain signs that can cross your path daily and now and even just like last night I saw a butterfly and every time I see it I'm like oh bless you thank you for looking after me (laughs) it will hit you different now so funny yeah Yeah, we love it I think it's nice to have something like that um Mm -hmm. that makes you feel that way especially in a time like this, for sure. Yeah, and it's a sign as well. You know, when you see them that it's like you are protected. You're not just – and yeah. you'll take more notice of them too. Like you'll oh, start seeing them come way more. Way. Yeah. protect me. <laughs> a bloody army of them. Yeah. I love it. Amazing. That's so sweet. Yeah. Um, well, we're going to start right off with our 10-speed questions, as awesome. I always ask all my people I'm interviewing. So these right, are just – I can go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm timing you. <laughs> Imagine that. It was like a hot seat and you have like 10 yeah. seconds to answer. <laughs> just joking. Um, okay, so question number one is what is your favourite book? Mm-hmm. What is my favourite what, sorry? Book. Book. Your favourite book. Um, it would be – you Can Heal Your Life by mm-hmm. Louise Hay. I think I've popped this out on um, Razor Bar a lot. I mm-hmm. love it because it gets into a bit more of that spiritual connection. Like, you know, as I was saying to you before, um, when you do have a sore back or, you know, got sore hip, it sometimes isn't just related, um, you know, to something that's happened. It's actually something that has happened in your life. Or they say if you've got a sore back, you're actually carrying a lot of load in your life Mm -hmm. um so they just have new mindsets of like thinking about certain things so yeah love it that's awesome I love the sound of that book Mm. I'm gonna have to give it a Mm. read amazing all right number two is what is your dream job dream job um oh look it always changed when I was younger it used to be um I wanted to be on Broadway in New York Mm -hmm. um it's slowly now developing into being a a women's empowerment coach I would love to do public speaking like I it's it's definitely in my realm being in like the entertainment or talking or something and being on a stage I would say Mm -hmm. um but I want to run workshops for women um I love that yeah so this is where Razor Bar is coming in slowly surely building it all up my dream job let's just 
empowering women and yeah. knowing their self-worth and that's incredible yeah, i love and you're doing a bloody good enough. job of it number three is one thing that you couldn't live without it's a hard one it's a hard one um what is one thing I cannot live without? Probably my, honestly, my infuser. If I, <laughs> I put it on at night in the morning, I think it's one thing that sends me to sleep. Um, I wake up with it and it makes me feel energised. I love it. Yeah, I love it. I can't live without it. What's your favourite oil to put in it? Um, I put peppermint oil. Oh, yeah. Um, that gives me Christmas it's, vibes. It's always the doTERRA ones. Yep. Um, I'm just looking now, or like the sleep one. It's like a chamomile, yeah, and the lavender. So yeah, all those calming. Love peppermint too. Essential oils. Yeah. All right. Number four is: Are you a coffee or a tea drinker? You can be both, but you have to pick one. Yeah. No. Absolutely tea. Oh my god. I used to be on coffee, but I started getting a big eye twitch (laughs) (laughs) because when I, I guess, like in stressful times. Coffee is something I definitely don't need. Yeah, I'm already oh, very yeah, alert. Sure. So I love herbal teas. I'm a big. I'll have probably about four or five a day, and that's not a joke. I'm, I'm a big the same when it comes to tea. But I would still prioritize coffee any day of the week. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I I know. Like I don't mind it. And as I said, I, I was a barista for literally like four you years. Um, so I used to drink coffee about three times a day. But <laughs> I don't know. I just prefer. If I was to have caffeine hit, I would just have like a green tea and I feel like that That's me good. Out. It's better for you anyways, realistically. Yeah. Um, number five is what is your favourite season of the year in terms of weather? I thought we were going to talk about periods. That's yeah, exactly period. why I said in terms of weather. <laughs> um, I would say spring now. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think winter, you know, I'm someone that definitely changes when the weather is like sunny I definitely feel like it transforms me but I love spring because it gives you that balance of like the sun and then sometimes you can have a nice cold wind and Mm -hmm. I feel like you can go for a run and you don't get like scorching hot so yeah yeah, I love spring for sure love that um Mm -hmm. number six is would you prefer city or beach oh that is a tough one (laughs) I have to say beach I am a I am a city girl. Like as I said, one day I'd love to move to New York. But um, I always say to people, I'm like, whenever I put my toes in the sand, is when I literally feel most grounded. Yeah, and it's a really nice feeling. I love that. And going into the ocean, I think there's nothing better than just yeah going yeah. into the ocean. Yeah, for sure. Um, number seven is what is your favorite podcast? Ooh, this is anything hard. <laughs> by I'm a huge fan of Alexa. Yeah. Um, Alexa, sorry. Yeah. Um, the Do You Fucking Mind podcast. Literally yeah. anything by her. I've listened to her since I was, um, oh, not since I was, like, I was going to say since I was a little girl. <laughs> I meant like from the start of last year, I got yep. very heavy into hers. But I just love how she talks about the neuroscience and she goes really in depth about the chemicals in your brain, the serotonin mm-hmm. levels and um, yeah, literally anything by her. Yeah, she's super informative as well as being, mm. like, just a pisser and, yeah. like, and taking it not seriously. Point. I mean, I know a lot of people um, don't really relate to her because she's very forward, but <laughs> I, I definitely love it. I think she said it how it is and it's yeah, great. I love it too. Um, yeah. Number eight is what's your favourite meal? 
what's my favorite meal um i had it last night yeah it would probably be butter chicken oh. i am a slut for butter chicken <laughs> <laughs> you get some garlic naan some papadans yes. oh it is yeah. literally god's gift i am a, yeah any curry <laughs> any curry so good i couldn't agree with oh, that literally yeah it's just amazing <laughs> All right, number nine is, are you an introvert or an extrovert? I reckon if you were to ask me this question last year, I'd say extrovert. Mm -hmm. Um, But going through, you know, a lot of things over the past year, Mm -hmm. I would say both. Yeah. Um, I don't don't like to say I'm an introvert or an extrovert. I would say I'm literally both because I think it's important. Like when I go out, I'm the biggest extrovert. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, but I definitely love taking time for myself. And this is like, as I'll talk about this later, I'm sure, but talking about the self-love journey and really mm-hmm. taking that time for yourself. And it's okay to be introverted. Like, it's not. Yeah. And um, so, yeah. that's actually like a common occurrence around here. So every time I ask this question, I feel like mm. um, everyone has actually said, and we've come up with a name. I think it's actually what you call it, an introverted extrovert. So it's mm. where you are both. You do enjoy spending time with other people, but without having that self like one-on-one time, mm-hmm. you kind of, it's like, that's where you balance everything out. So I'm exactly Absolutely. the same. Yeah, like if you're just exerting yourself and it's literally like extrovert, like, you know, it's in the, mm-hmm. in the word. But yeah. if you keep ex- like giving out, giving out, giving out, you're going to burn your stick at both ends. 100%. And I know that from experience. So I've definitely um, taken in mind like introvert is, you know, time for you to recharge yourself. Yep. Healthy balance of both is Healthy much needed. <laughs> All right. And this is number 10. Last question is what is your Woo. favorite form of exercise? So if you had to pick like a type of exercise. Oh, um, I've got lots. (laughs) Um, Well, obviously, like I'm huge on dancing. So I'd have to say that. I think, you know, you put me on a stage, put the the music right up. I I won't stop. I won't stop dancing. (laughs) Yeah. I love dancing or... um, I am really into like my power endurance moves at the moment. Mm -hmm. So I'm loving challenging my body of ways I can yeah use power movements yeah I love that I'm quite the same it's awesome and yeah you're into all your handstanding as well yeah which I can't do at the moment obviously with one hand (laughs) I might add I was gonna say I was um that's something I considered like if I if I couldn't if I didn't have a second hand for example I would definitely be one of those people trying to learn a one-handed handstand but you're still so I just watch you and I go that woman how oh, do you do it? <laughs> you're incredible. It's amazing. I love it. Thank you. No um, so that's our 10 speed questions. We have Ooh, sorry, got... Sorry, a bit low. No, <laughs> never be sorry. We love chatty over here. Um, mm. So I want you to tell us about Raise the Bar, which is yeah. your Instagram account, your little mm-hmm. movement you've got going on, and just kind of what your intention was behind creating it. Yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. Um raise the bar quiz I feel like you've always got to have like a little voice when you say that <laughs> yes <laughs> Instagram mm-hmm. um so raise the bar ultimately are well-being challenges that build a safe supportive environment um where women can create healthy sustainable habits mm-hmm. um but yeah that ultimately do turn into a lifestyle mm-hmm. it's all about um building women's self-confidence self-love and it's really jumping on that journey of finding yourself you know Mm -hmm. I think um a lot of us time to time can get lost and 
what we need sometimes that direction um sure. and this is why I'm, i've always been a fan of challenges uh i know a lot of people can be a bit confronted by the word challenge but ultimately what they do is they help you grow because you know they they let you get outside your comfort zone um and mm-hmm. that's literally what challenges are about mm-hmm. um my intention behind it all was um is getting yourself out of that rut i think oh when i first started this razor bar has only been three months like it's only been three months since i started it um i think going through 75 hard last year going through one of the toughest challenge i think there is today um as you would know kevin yeah, absolutely um yeah i wanted to do like a softer approach and um, I wanted to do something for myself to start off with because I was like, I need, I need to get myself out of this because um, I'm sure we'll talk about 75 hard last year, but yeah, it was something that I thought was going to create such, you know, powerful habits and healthy habits in my lifestyle. But, you know, I didn't deal with a lot of things and it afterwards I, I went off track. So by creating Raise the Bar, I was like, what are some things that, you know, I won't be so hard on myself and let's create some more self-love tasks. And, and you know, I, I think that I have managed that. And I had some other girlfriends I was talking with and, with it about and, you know, they were really interested in getting on board. So we ended up doing it all together. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it's just Raise the Bar is ultimately like, you know, the mind to get yourself out of the mindset when near enough is good enough. I mean, yeah. sometimes we need these challenges to push ourselves to get out of that comfort zone um, because, you know, people, I think today we talk about, oh, you know, I want to I want to do better or I want to, you know, limit these bad habits that I've created. And it's like sometimes you've got to put in that work, you know, you've got to, You've got to take that leap of faith, that first step and start start a challenge, do something for yourself. Mm-hmm. Just giving so, yeah. the tools to do that. Hey? What's that, sorry? Just giving out, your, giving out those tools to be able to get on top of everything mm-hmm. and get out of those unhealthy habits or that rut. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's a huge step for women to take and I understand that. Like I've had to do that many times myself, but I can't explain enough the power like you have. And as I said, you would know when, you know, doing these challenges for yourself and taking control of something you can at the moment. Exactly. um, Yeah. I think there's nothing more powerful. Yeah. Um, And I am going to ask you later on in the podcast about um, Mm -hmm. a toughest part in your life. Is that where you were going to address 75 hard and kind of your breakup? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, So probably um yeah a little bit more depth about that beautiful I thought so so we'll leave it for then I just didn't want to leave that out because I know that that was a huge part of your life that we definitely want to dive into but yeah so we'll um we'll go into more about 75 hard Pavs mentioned that a couple of times and um like the rut that she was in she'll talk about that a little bit later in the podcast but um for now let's move on to the next question which was what keeps you motivated to stick to your goals yeah, I love this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I choose goals, firstly, that I'm interested in. I think there's no point of creating goals and sticking to them, um, you know, if you're not going to do it or not be interested in that. Yeah. Um, and you fall off track, you know, if you're not interested in those goals you're reaching for. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely make them smaller. I think it is so important to have big goals that we reach towards, but... 
um, you know, if you get stuck or you fall off track because you're trying to reach those goals, those goals might take three to five years. So I always felt like if I didn't accomplish that, I would get really down on myself and I would be like, hang on a tick. Like these goals ultimately are going to take me like five years to go to. Let's make some like smaller goals, mm-hmm. um, you know, that will keep you motivated and we once you tick them off like you do you you create this motivation like oh I want the next one it's like a little addiction Mm -hmm. (laughs) when you start reaching them um definitely visualizing myself achieving them I think that's a big one Mm -hmm. I'll do this a lot when I meditate or um when I'm writing in my journal I think yeah I'm just always visualizing myself doing it and by doing that, you're literally manifesting it into your life. You're exactly. creating that reality that you desire. But I think it is super important to highlight what you just said about it's so normal to have big goals, but you can't just have mm. big goals because they are yeah, yeah. generally going to take so long to reach. And when you're not hitting off those small goals, that's that's the thing that's going to keep you motivated. That's what's going to make it Absolutely. feel exciting is having those little goals that you get to tick off yeah. weekly or daily yeah. or monthly to lead yeah. up to that big goal. It's okay exactly. not to reach like, you know, buying a house. You, you can't expect your yourself no, to be able it, to do that just off the bat. Yeah. Your savings to be just blooming. <laughs> exactly. Um, and, yeah, another one would be, like, taking your brain, like, taking my brain out of it. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes you can overwhelm yourself with how big the goal is and then you end up not doing it. Oh, um, I've done it many, many times. Like, just say I'm like, oh, I want to be able to run 15 kilometres. <laughs> and I look how far it is and I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can do it. And I work myself up and then you end up not doing it. Yeah. Um and this has been a big learn, like a big learning curve for me, like creating these small goals. I've just, I've really been enjoying them because I go, oh my gosh, I can do it. And then, yeah, as I said, it's like a little addiction. <laughs> Once you keep going and you're on a roll when you're making that action, um, yeah. yeah, it just starts happening for you. And it's amazing. Exactly. And being on a roll is going like the best way you can be on a roll is by setting mm. really small, realistic goals to tick Mm. off along the way and that's just going to keep you going because the more you're seeing that progress the more you're going to keep going whether it's um your fitness journey or just your self-love journey or literally anything Mm. like you said running if you want to run 15ks you can't expect your body to go out and do 15ks today if you've never run before in your life you need to do you yeah um, you need to conditioning exactly you get enough sleep eating well like yeah there's lots of things oh my god so many steps Um, to lead towards another one honestly would be that i reckon that has being a big like motivator for me sticking to my goals is putting myself in an environment that I would like to be in. I think that's huge. Um, So I'm talking about if I'm wanting to be a very successful person, um, I, I want to be around successful people, people that have put in hard work. This is why I go to the beach and a lot of people say like, Oh, like, yeah, you're just going in the cold water. No, no, no. Not, the reason isn't because I just want to go in the cold water. It's the people that are there. The people that are there getting up at 5 a.m. in the morning, doing their gym. It, it's a different breed of people when you get up at yep. that time and the people that are there. Um, it's very inspiring for me. And <laughs> they help me reach my goal. Like, I've got some amazing people um, surrounding myself. But it's because I've put myself in those positions, you know? Um, Literally, so... The I think the best way to even explain that on like an energetic level is that so you by you doing 
you want that in your friends and you you're looking for those people this could be great for anybody who might be looking for more aligned people that they don't have like a better more people who have the same line of goals or interests is you're yeah. doing those things. So those people are going to naturally gravitate towards you. If you're, Absolutely. um, you've got a couple of people, you know, that you're going down to the beach with at five o'clock in the morning to get into the water. Yeah. People are going to see yeah. that. They might even, there yeah. might be other people down at the beach that you've never met that might actually just gravitate towards you and be like, Hey, and come have a chat. Or people might yeah. see on Instagram and then message you and want to join you. So by you putting yourself yeah. out there and doing the things that you want to be able to do with other people, that's, what's going to bring them to you so you've got to be on that Absolutely. same energetic level as what you're looking for yeah I totally agree with you yeah. there Kev um yeah and it's always yeah putting yourself out there like it's scary putting yourself there out on the line mm-hmm. um it's a hard thing to do like I'm always nervous going there in the morning because mm-hmm. you just don't know who you're gonna meet or <laughs> um I always get up like super duper early and I'll get ready and have my little bag packed the night before and and I think that's another thing of you know had stick on your goals like be prepared you gotta you gotta put in the preparation oh for sure um it's key um and also just to add on is i would say is remember your why for starting yes i'm I'm huge on that Mm -hmm. have a very and have a very clear have a very clear intention like don't just be like, I want to go. This would be a really good thing for anybody to journal on if you're trying to set some goals is, um, okay, maybe you want to go and you want to do what Pav's doing. You want to go down and um, start your morning off by jumping in the ocean or getting up really early or doing something that feels really uncomfortable. Write that down and then ask yourself, why do I want to do that? Like, What's that going to bring exactly. me and why am I doing that? Because yeah. then when you wake up and it's it's so early and you're so tired you're not going to get yourself up if you if you don't have a reason and by addressing that reason that's what's going to keep you motivated and that's in Mm. everything especially with like a a fitness journey I guess like with your exercise goals well it's all about mental toughness I mean you know you're in bed you're in the warmest comfort zone (laughs) level possible you know the last thing you want to do is take yourself out of bed and jump into the freezing fucking cold ocean. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But nothing happens like in the comfort zone. It's like you've just got to be like, oh, come on, up, up we go, buddy. Mm-hmm. I literally got to speak to myself like that. <laughs> and I make myself laugh, but, you know. Say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. Okay, um, moving along, yeah. how do Love you it. use your daily routines to thrive? Mm-hmm. This, is, this has been a big one mm-hmm. for me, um, with my daily routines at the moment, especially during lockdown, if I didn't have the razor bar daily tasks, I actually don't know what I'd be doing yeah. <laughs> with my life. Um, Cause I'm not, yeah, I'm not working at the moment. I'm just, yeah, trying to do as much as I can through lockdown, but I create these daily routines for myself because I feel in control. Um, yeah. You know, I think a lot of time in COVID at the moment, we don't have a lot of control. We don't have a lot of power, the government, you know, they've, they've got it all. And you can <laughs> feel really, really just powerless would be the word. Um, so hence why I do, I do create these daily challenges myself because I, I feel like I can take control of those moments. Um, it definitely calms my nervous system without them. Um, I can get very like anxious and, yeah, it's, it's not a nice feeling, I think, when you go throughout the whole day. And obviously, it's all about balance. And, yeah. you know, in my daily routine, I haven't got, like, 
this task, then next half an hour do that, then that, then that. Like I still go with what my body's feeling. Like, I always listen to my body. If I'm yeah. like, you know what, I mean, I'm having a nice sleep in this morning and treat myself. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. Um, where this has been a big jumping curve for me because, you know, probably even like six months ago, I thought, you know, during a daily routine, it had to be next step, next step, next step, <laughs> next step, and it was tiring. <laughs> and it will, you'll burn out um, like that. And yeah, exactly. And at the end of the day, by doing these daily routines, you're getting shit done. You're getting shit done. And for me, I'm becoming an overall happier person. Um, I'm someone who will procrastinate to the point I'll end up getting nothing done. Same. Um, can you resonate with that? Oh, at all? big time. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'll just like, I will. If I don't set out things or routines, I would just keep pottering along and I would just get annoyed at myself at the end of the day. Like, why did I get anything done? It's just because I haven't set like, you know, some tasks or something like that for me. But yeah, yeah, they and they help me stay on track for sure. So, you know, if you do go on a night out or whatever, the next day you're not um, like, oh, you know, I'm just going to stick to my old habits now. So if you do have, like, some routine, you go, that's right, we're going to start a new day. Yeah. Might take a few more hours to get up this morning, but, you know, I'm still going to have my two-liter water. I'm going to make some healthy meals. Finding, yeah, so, yeah, I love it. Being intuitive so important. And, mm. and something that you highlight, I want to highlight that you just said that was great was – not putting that pressure on yourself of mm. a time on a goal or, yeah. um, sorry, a daily routine, something that you're yeah. doing. It doesn't need to have a time limit. You don't need to have this set, really strict structure every day. You just want to have your mm. tasks. You want to complete these today. Mm-hmm. You just do them where yeah. you need to and where you feel is going to be good. Yeah. And if you don't get them done, like move them to the next day. Make Literally. them your priority. There's for, no pressure. You know, and day. especially um, in lockdown. And then obviously like the raise the bar. Uh, daily tasks like I, I personally think they're things that we should do every day you know mm-hmm. journaling reading um, messaging someone eating yeah. helping them looking after yourself like they're obviously something I would do every single day but I'm talking more about you know getting an assignment done doing that doing that yep. you know those extra tasks that are added on yeah um, it's okay if you don't get them done and I'm trying to come to terms with that you know not to put pressure on myself and mm. it's been nice it's been a nice calming little couple of months yeah, but I love it's it. It's good, yeah. And it's showing on your Instagram, big vibes. Oh, golly. <laughs> I love it so much. We're getting there day by day. Growing and growing. Yeah, well, what are the four Gs? I don't know what Glowing, growing, gratitude and something. I don't know. <laughs> you're, we'll telling, you're telling me gratitude and something. Yeah. Love it. But, yeah, that's honestly love I love my daily routines I do yeah. I'm a sucker for them I'm, I'm a sucker for a challenge um yeah. obviously not every day a challenge but they're just they're good things just to get you back on track if you're feeling a bit lost or um you're not really connecting with yourself as late or you're not really sure which yeah. direction you come like yeah by, by directing your focus um to your daily routine you end up finding things you enjoy you know you end up finding pe- new people to meet I love it exactly Going back yeah. to that alignment, you're literally on mm. that energetic level of the people that you want to be friends with and mm. you're acting that way, so you're going to attract those people. Mm. It's, oh, that's it's inevitable. I said, I, I'm someone that will morph off people. Like, you know, you surround yourself with good people. Um, 
and I just I love learning and listening and I just I'm like sponges I mean all the people I hang out with all my brother's age they're around 27 28 um, and they've been through the hard work and to see them all running businesses and you know just doing things and Good mentors yeah, for really, you. It's really inspiring. Good role models, yeah. Yeah, exactly. and um, you're very lucky in that sense, I guess, that you do have older brothers to look up to like that because um, yeah, they're kind of, you know, showing you the way. They've learned, they've yeah. done everything you've probably done and more and they yeah. can be that guide for you to to take you through those yeah. those life lessons, I guess. Absolutely, it's yeah. Incredible. Love my big brothers. They've, yeah, they've oh, always been there for me. And, it's amazing. Um, yeah. Love them. Beautiful. <laughs> All right. We are going on to what makes you feel like your higher self? Mm-hmm. I love I love this question. Me too. <laughs> the best question. Myself. Um, so I would say I look for the meaning in my actions to find my purpose. Mm-hmm. I would say that's how I'd find my higher self. Yeah. Um, definitely through, as I said before, meditating. Yeah. When I have that time, and it's only been new. I haven't always been into meditating because I've, I've never been able to shut off my busy mind, <laughs> yeah. slow, slow it down. Yeah. So I've really come to find meditating for me is I just, I can see my, it's like I can picture myself um, like five, ten years down the track and um, I feel like such a warm feeling always when I do it. Mm-hmm. So that's why I do do it every morning and night. Mm-hmm. Um, another one would be like moving my body. Uh, yeah, any any sort of move my body, I, I do feel very connected to myself in that sense. Obviously with my dancing, um, that's yeah. honestly where I feel my highest self yeah. is dancing and singing. I, I think it. it's such a um, vulnerable, you know, emotion feeling to be projecting. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I literally feel very in, in connected with myself, in touch with myself. Yeah. Um, and another thing would also be going out, going Ooh. out on a night and dancing and meeting new people. Now I know people would, you know, be like, "Oh, you're going out. That's bad." You know what? <laughs> I I say there is nothing better than going on a night out. Um, obviously, yeah, no, there's circumstances you have too many drinks, you get carried away, you're crying. You know, that's not the type of night out I mean. I mean, Mm -hmm. people that you can meet um, and just connect with. I I love it. That's why I love doing it. And it's sad that we can't do it at the moment. Yeah, Um, for sure. You know, hopefully soon, hopefully by summer we'll be... (laughs) exactly and I love that you mentioned that because I think it's Mm. really taboo to be honest if you're on this self-love journey or you're in tune with yourself being a what I guess you could call like a really holistic healthy person it's like super frowned upon I guess to be that person that's also out drinking yeah Mm. so yeah sorry you go no you go you go oh I'm just saying something very strong about and I you know totally agree and I see the you know as you say health holistic Mm -hmm. um women that just don't want to put you know alcohol or they Mm -hmm. see going out as a bad thing and like I you know that's their that's their opinions and whatnot Mm -hmm. but definitely with mine like yeah I I think it's nothing better than you know meeting new connections but literally half of my jobs and like most of my connections and friendships happen on a night out literally that's how we met yeah (laughs) that's literally how we met um yeah because and it's also important too I think that 
what you're saying about, you know, going out and connecting with people, that doesn't mean that you have to drink or do what your friends are doing no, or other people no. around you. That's like Pavi's mm. just talking about literally going out and expressing herself. And I know you've exactly. done that sober before because you did do that through 75 Hard. <laughs> yeah. You've gone yeah. out many times that was, sober. That was huge. Like going, doing 75, um, I was going through a breakup at the time and I was going out <laughs> sober every single weekend hanging out with all my girlfriends and it was funny because you would you would sit there in a group and you'd see all the girls like starting off um you know just chatting and um very quite sober and then you know you'd head a couple of hours in and then you'd see someone having their crying or you'd see <laughs> drama going on and I was just like it was like watching a bloody tv show unfold it was hilarious <laughs> That's great. And do you have any tips for somebody, though, who might be feeling like, um, you know, that black sheep? Because a lot of, you know, um, most of the people that you are surrounded by, and especially in that time when you were going out, you would have been the only sober person. Is there any tips you could give to anyone who is in that position who does want to go out and express themselves, but they just don't enjoy drinking? Uh, uh, Yeah, it's, Oh, it's, it was a tough one. Like, don't get me wrong. I I had to push myself to do this. But at the end of the day, I think, you know, you've just got to not care what people think. I think that's the biggest thing. Get out of your head that, you know, people are always looking at you or, mm-hmm. um, yeah, stop being a people pleaser. Just go out, have fun. The people that you connect with, you know, it's it's hard. Like, um, we're not always going to connect with everyone. Not everyone's going to like you. Yeah. Um, but you know, you'd be surprised if you just be yourself and you know, people will like you as I'm sure your mama said, yes. um, be yourself, people love you. <laughs> and I think we've, um, <laughs> uh, we've definitely talked about this before, it's like, mm. especially when you, this was happening, when you were going through yeah. 75 hard, this come up a lot yeah. for us. And something I do remember that you used to say quite a bit was that, and like, this is kind of obvious, I guess, um, they're all drunk for a start. They're definitely yeah, not sitting yeah. there going, yeah. wow, is acting weird. Yeah. Like, what? why is she so quiet? Like, you could sit there with a cup of water in your hand and people mm. w- won't even know that you're not drinking. Like, you don't have to exclude yourself because you're not drinking. Mm. Nobody even knows that you're not drinking except your mm. friends who you should feel pretty comfortable around. So, yeah, God, yeah. They're, they're drunk. They're not paying attention. Mm. It's the last thing no. they're going to be thinking. They're just having fun. So exactly. you do the same. But, like, I used to have a lot of time people ask me like oh are you drinking or like what are you drinking and then um my parents used to say oh what are you drinking like it's just hard like when you have those questions yes um, I would just always joke it off or like distract them and be like look there's a beer over there and then just I don't know I would just try and change the subject because you know it's, it's hard you didn't want to tell people you weren't drinking and um, yeah. especially last year um, you know, I think during COVID, a lot of older people going out every single weekend because yeah. we we could, and you know, yeah, for sure. I love it. That's great. Um, okay, this is going to be a great question. What has been the toughest yeah. part of your journey, and how were you able to overcome that? Yeah, well, let's settle down into our chairs. Let's here. do it. Get some <laughs> popcorn. Get a drink. All right. Um, yeah, we'll start off with the toughest part yeah. of my journey. Um, I would say, you know, toughest, most rewarding, whatever you want to call it, definitely um, grew the most mm-hmm. um, out of this experience. There probably was a couple, but um, I'll start off with Nick last year. So I have to say all of last year was my toughest part. Yeah. The whole the whole, the whole year. There was yeah. lots of um, things that 
uh, I was just covering up. And so I'll start with, I was going out with my ex at the time. Um, we split and it was just one of those very toxic relationships where, you know, you, you went out, you broke up, you got back together, I broke up, got back together. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure you would have <laughs> yep. seen that cabbie be like, oh, oh sure. what's like happening with your life at the moment? Yeah. I'm like, oh, yep, we're going out again. <laughs> yep. um, so I think we we came to terms on a mutual um, agreement and we just, yeah, we split. And, you know, it was hard. It was one of those that I had a choice to go down a path where I'd be like, oh, you know, go out every weekend, get drunk, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um use let out all my emotions there like I, I could see myself almost heading on that path um yeah but then I I really came I think I had a pretty like spiritual um, awakening last year um where it, it wasn't a dream and it was about me starting a challenge wow. it was really powerful I remember waking up that morning and all my tears were gone and my emotions were gone and I just got this urge to start a challenge and so I searched up on the internet, what's the, I literally said, <laughs> what is the hardest challenge you could do? And it popped up with 75 hard. And I, my brothers had done it before. So my eldest brother, Zach, he had done it three times. Wow. So he is an absolute 75 hard um, legend. He has completed all of it. <laughs> He's earned um, all the badges. So I was like, yeah, okay, I'm going to do 75 hard. Here we go. I'm going to do this myself. It's going to be hard. You know, I just, you know, split up with my ex, um, but I want to do this myself. I've can I to, jump in here? Um, so you, that, can I jump in here? Just yeah. you did, correct me if I'm wrong. You started 75 hard the day that you and him had split day right. after, right? right? Yeah. Day after. <laughs> Very yeah. important note. The day after she got out of a, yeah. how many year relationship? How many yeah. years was your relationship? What? Uh, I think about just under three. So three, three we were together yep. from the age of seventeen. Um, I did a term of year twelve together. Yep. We left school. We, yeah, we moved out together. We started full time jobs. So we already grew up to be you know little adults, very yep. young by the so time I was seventeen. Three, so yeah, three year that. relationship that she, um, you know, had to end, which would have been mm. so hard. That was also. Qu- very toxic and mm. um she decided to tra- start the hardest challenge <laughs> that she could <laughs> the following day so that's a yeah I thought that that would be um important to note keep going sorry yeah. to interrupt you yeah I know I know crazy <laughs> woman who does that she's nuts <laughs> um yeah so I started it and honestly I have never worked so goddamn hard in my whole life yeah. I was getting up at like 4 a.m every morning I was going to I was meditating um gym anyway so it was going very well for the first month I would say um a lot of good results are showing my skin was glowing my hair was healthy um like physically I had already started dropping off you know they call it the um what do they call it the separation weight oh yeah yeah I know what you mean your boyfriend (laughs) but I started noticing um and may I add, when I broke up, I didn't deal with any of my emotions as well. So because I started this challenge day after, Literally. it was like a huge cover, band-aid, that yeah. I just slabbed on. Yeah, you do, you distracted like, yourself completely from what was going on. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I was just like, yeah, this is, you know, this is fine. We're just going to move on and, um, yeah, we're just going to do this challenge. Mm-hmm. So 
I was doing it in my ad when I was living at my mum's um, at the time, a hundred meters across from the balcony <laughs> was my ex's room. <laughs> was my ex's room. So I would get up in the morning at 4 a.m. or 4.30 um, and I would turn on the light, put up the blinds and I would see his light on him getting ready for work. Yeah, so it like was, you were... It was fun. Yeah, <laughs> he lived like... And that was in his own house, yeah, so he lived literally that close to you. So Pav oh, was, would go for a walk around her neighbourhood and like fear that yeah. he would be, you know, he, she might run into him or... <laughs> oh, but I always made sure I had some, you know, sexy sex yeah. on and I wouldn't care. I'd be like... Put a fresh your shit. Off we go. Um, so anyways, yeah, we're getting into the 75 and as I said, it was, it was an amazing experience. I've never put so much time, effort into myself. It was, yeah, a big awakening for me. Um, but then I started to realise how obsessed I was getting with the challenge. I mean, I was prioritising um, the challenge over everything, you know, yeah. if there was someone's um birthday oh yeah I, I've just got to quickly you know I've got to finish these tasks or I've got to make sure I um, run home and put in my calories or weigh yeah. my food like it was getting very yeah it was not getting very healthy which I thought it was at the time because you looked um, like you were thriving your body yeah like you said everything was good but it was, good, I was, but it was I was yeah I was feeling amazing but I still felt like yeah, I haven't dealt with any of my emotions. And as I said, it was really good, all these things I was doing during the challenge. Um, anyways, we're getting closer to the end. And I fi- the day I finished, I did a three-day vendor celebration. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of the I biggest <laughs> weekends. It was like, I'm someone that if I'm going to celebrate, we are going to put in, yeah, we're going to have a big celebration. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun, did that. And then it got to the Monday and I just remember being like, what is life? Yeah, what now? What have I, I was just, what have I, what have I created? Like, what healthy habit, what lifestyle have I created for myself here? I'm like, do I just live my life as a challenge? Yeah, what, like, what, do, what do to I, do now? What do I do? Mm-hmm. So, honestly, after that, I, I went up, I, yeah, I was going out. Then again, every weekend I'm seeing my ex out. Then, you know, we, yeah, it was just not a, it wasn't a very good time. Yeah. I hadn't dealt with anything. It just felt like I went exactly right back to where I began. And you um, masked it all up with the 75 hard. Yeah. So yeah. that the second that you stopped that, everything came mm. to you and you had, to, you Everyone. were now two and a half yeah. months away from the mm. breakup and you were just freshly dealing with these mm. emotions and you didn't know what to mm. do. Like, don't get me wrong, I'm so glad that I did that 75 hard. Um, I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be in any of these positions today mm-hmm. if it wasn't because of it, mm-hmm. because it, I showed myself how hard I can work. Yeah. That's what it showed me. I knew I'm very capable of achieving things, but I had to con- reconnect with myself. I had to go on this full self journey. Uh, I had a choice. And I think during the 75 hard, I would say um, – you know, my definition of strong was strong-minded, physically strong, strong, yeah. you know, headed. Yeah. Um, I was so unaware of, you know, what strong actually meant. And after the challenge, and it was literally, I think me going off track for a bit was um, 
probably until the start of the year and still until I moved to Melbourne yeah. and I had to really wake myself up and go, what pathway are you going on, Mon? What yeah. pathway are you going? Um, and I started seeing psychologists and I started putting in some work into myself and, and yeah, then literally I um, would always say, and it was so funny, when I was a kid, I was always like, when I'm 21, that will be the day that everything changes. And I don't know why, why it was, but literally um, my birthday was on May the 21st. On May the 22nd, I came up with the idea of Raise the Bar. That's awesome. And I, yeah, and I started and I created these daily tasks that I ultimately wanted myself to do because um, and it was just understanding that like being vulnerable and asking for help is a strength. Yeah. I think that's a huge one I've learned from this year. Um, setting healthy boundaries, stop being a people pleaser. Um, I really had to wake myself up and put myself first. Um, yeah. and it's not selfish at all. It is not selfish no. to do these things. Yeah. And, um, also like, <laughs> By you, again, by you just covering up your your whole situation, that was, mm. it was a big, it was a massive part of your life. Like it was three mm. years that you had just, you know, you released this person who had been in your life for so long. He lived with mm. you. You did everything together. And then mm. it, he was gone and you had just completely ignored the fact, uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, you just completely ignored and it you know and it I comes back. people try and tell me things like, girls being like oh um you know your ex I remember and I was like oops yeah don't today. say it oh, yep. I don't want to know because I, I was huge on out of sight out of mind you know if I didn't hear you it you were so it, ignorant like, to it yeah it, it didn't happen yeah I do remember um, that oh my god <laughs> I yeah, do you remember I do that. remember yeah, some of those incidents tell me anything I was like oh no I appreciate it but I'm gonna stop you there I don't want to know it I don't want to know anything and that's in relation Um, to her um the ex-boyfriend so if any any girl was trying to tell Pav that something had happened or like you know out of um they were doing it in a a nice way to like inform you but Pav was just like I don't want to know (laughs) like do not tell Mm. me and this is where I started learning the power of boundaries Mm -hmm. that was huge um learning this that you know you don't have if you don't want to hear it or you don't want to you don't have to let that in you don't need to let that energy in you know yeah. I wasn't gonna let anyone ruin my positive go bubbly <laughs> yeah nature like I just I didn't want it it was like get my stage out and go <laughs> <laughs> piss off <laughs> yeah <laughs> um and also so me and Pav did go we did the 75 hard at the same time so we spent a lot of time together during this we I feel like we both had quite a similar experience I felt quite the same as you obviously wasn't going through a uh, big life change like that but it was a way for me to pretend like other things weren't happening it's like it doesn't matter what's happening because I've got all these tasks I'm ticking off today and they just need to get done and Mm. um when I also finished my 75 hard it was a it was a huge spiral I just completely Mm. I didn't know how to come out of that I hadn't and I think this is why raise the bar is incredible in the sense of your your 
mission is creating those daily habits it's not about Absolutely. complete a challenge and then finish because you're trying to finish, create no. yeah it's you're creating exactly. the, the habits it's that exactly stay exactly and the 75 hard mm. was more of a challenge which like it has its it, time and place it's fucking incredible yeah um oh, it was, but yeah, it, it's just that it's mm. just a challenge whereas raise the bar is a lifestyle and you're creating those little habits to stick forever yeah. not just for two months of um a little you know challenge that you're taking yourself through these are, th- mm. are tools that you will use forever for the rest of your life yeah. exactly and this is oh i'm i can't strong i can't strongly voice my you know opinion about this more you know you'll see me i, I get onto the stories of razor bar i'm so <laughs> passionate and i try yeah. and be as vulnerable as i can you know i want to talk about the cycles talk about skin you know because mm-hmm. shit happens you know and sometimes it's nice to just have people you can resonate with and understand and you know um, exactly so yeah i'm very excited to see where razor bar me too um, travels off but it's gonna be incredible yeah Happy day. Beautiful. Okay, well, this is our lucky last question, and I'd love to ask you, what is one piece (laughs) of advice you'd love to give to the listeners? All right. You know I can't just give one. I'll give a couple. Go for gold. (laughs) All right. So um, there is this quote I absolutely stand by, um, and Mm -hmm. I did write it on the side here just so I didn't forget it. Beautiful. But it, um, it says, respect yourself. That's where your power lies. Everything you do, all your choices you make, your successes and your failures are all directly related to how you feel about yourself. When you love yourself, live with confidence. Your choices reflect that. Respecting yourself holds the key to personal success and living a happy life. I love it. I think it's huge. Like, as I said, like talking, um, yeah, having that respect for yourself and knowing yourself where there's nothing more powerful than it. And it it is a hard thing to, um, you know, create. It takes time. You've got to be patient with yourself. But I think once you're there, you will literally enhance this power mm-hmm. of, you, you know, you cannot touch me kind of energy, yeah. you know, you're unstoppable. Uh-huh. Um, another one would just be like, take that leap of faith. Uh, you've, you know, they say actions speak louder than words. You've just got to, and as scary as it is, you've got to make that first move. Just do it. I was absolutely petrified of starting Raise the Bar. I had no idea where I was going to go, but if I didn't make that step, I wouldn't be here today. I wouldn't be chatting with you, Mm Cavi, and a lot of my things in my life right now wouldn't happen. Um, So definitely just take that leap of faith, you know, go for it. Don't let anyone hold you back, Um, you know, Back yourself, back yourself, Mm -hmm. you know. At the end of the day, you've got yourself. So make sure you look after yourself and um, always put yourself first. Always, always, always. Um, Yeah, that would be the advice. And I love there is a little quote um, (laughs) – Oh, I can't remember it word for it, but I'm just going to rattle off what I can remember, which is mm. on the other side of fear is like your growth. So you mm. are standing exactly. behind those things that make you comfortable. Nothing is ever going mm. to change in that situation. No. You have to do the scary mm. things in order to mm. make big moves. It's to it, grow. It's yeah, literally, literally the key. I've literally tattooed under my right tip. It says, <laughs> feel the fear. Feel the fear. <laughs> I got that engraved into me when I was in Thailand because... Under I'm her City. Like, you gotta feel the fear. <laughs> you do though. You, I you love do. it. If you don't have fear, mm-hmm. um, you know what's the what's the point of life? You need you need that rush, and then once you get into it, it's so scary. Literally. But once you tackle it and you complete it, oh, you just get on a 
you it's know, where you, you grow you get that ball rolling yeah uh-huh. i love it beautiful yeah. okay well that's all we have time for pavi thank you okay. so much thank- for joining oh. so thank nice to so chat to you that's okay you're amazing <laughs> love you <laughs> love you so much Thank you for listening, guys. As I always ask, if you did enjoy this episode, please, if you haven't already, go over to the Apple platform, leave a rating and review, or simply share this episode with somebody that you know could benefit from what I'm speaking about, or even just a share to your story. Tag me, I'll reshare it with my followers. It means the world to me. Anyways, that is all we have time for today. I will chat to you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening. See you later.